Hello everyone, I'm Alex Majorana. And I'm Sydney Lynch. And this is Little Known Tracks. This week we talked to Signalman, a Tennessee-based post-rock artist. His interest in video games centers on open-world RPGs, and he's looking forward to exploring the stars soon. Taking inspiration from the games he plays, he unconsciously adds some of the ambient sounds he's fond of into his music. His most recent release, Hollow World, is a debut album under Signal In, a project that started as emo rap but turned post-rock. He plans for his next album to be deeper, grungier, and have a heavier feel than his last. Without further ado, Polished Gray by Signal In. Monty, signal in. Thank you so much for being on with us tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, y'all. Um, I think the first thing that we wanted to talk to you a little bit about was cooking. So tell us where where are you with that? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just a hobby, pretty much. I don't do it like I mean, I work at a sandwich shop, so I guess I'd be cooking up some sandwiches. So if you count that, but at home now, I like to just like to just chill when I come home. You know, cook a little dinner. Look, look for some recipes. I absolutely count sandwiches 
like without a doubt like i think like crafting a good sandwich yeah. is like seems simple but is like so hard to get like when you get it it's like so tell us yeah tell us a little bit more about where you find your recipes what you're cooking if you have a favorite dish that you make no i'll honestly i've been trying to lose weight like the last few months so i've been doing like a lot of like low carb kind of recipes i'd be finding on tiktok so i don't know i like uh like low carb quesadillas you know just simple chicken and rice um you know some like chicken veggie bowls something like that you know just simple stuff honestly i don't go too crazy yeah. i think tiktok is a great resource for recipes but whenever i see them i save them and then i never look at them again right. so good for you for being able to go back and utilize that information because I can't tell you how many recipes I've been like, oh, yeah, this looks great. And then I've just lost in my likes never to be seen again. I know, right? It sucks. Do you have anything in particular that like you have cooked before that like you would say is your like best? Man, one time <clears throat> I went absolutely ham and I cooked like a whole entire like Asian food style dinner. Like I made the lo mein, the egg rolls, the uh, um, like so's chicken. I went crazy. So, but that's really it. I haven't done that in years though. So, you you said I went ham and I cooked a whole and paused and I was really like yeah. Well, I don't I don't want to curse. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on this, so I'm trying to like watch myself a little bit. Ah, uh, you're good. Okay, you can. I have a problem with that. <laughs> But, like, I really thought you were going to say you made, like, a whole, like, ham or, like, Christmas <laughs> dinner or, like, something. Right. And I was like, damn, you go off. Yeah. Like, pop off with that. But, I mean, like, a whole, like, Asian, Asian cuisine. Yeah. Like, you got, like, a whole little buffet there is also a... Uh, a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun, though. It was cool. Cool night. The other thing that you, you told us that you enjoyed was playing games. Mm. And that is... So vague because like that could be tag, that could be card games, it could be video games. Where what kind of games are you playing? Honestly, man, I really like like older games. I don't know why, but um I've been really playing uh the Elder Scrolls Oblivion a lot. I love that game. Uh Baldur's Gate, I tried for a little bit and then I was just like, mm, I'll come back to this. But I mean that's really it lately. I did play Call of Duty a lot, but I've stopped because it got pretty toxic. What about you, though? You play games? Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, Sydney. I do not play games. Not so much. No. <laughs> but I like to listen. Sydney tries to keep up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ask a lot of questions because I don't really know what uh, games anybody's talking about. But right, I know sure. I know some things. For sure. But not a lot. Alex plays games, though. Yeah. I'm a big, uh, like, Nintendo. Nice. So, like, the Pokemon games, Legend of Zelda, Splatoon, you know? Like, whatever you got there is yeah. more, like, where I started in my general area of expertise. But, like, I've also played, like, the uh, like some of the Elder Scrolls games and things of that nature. Like, RPGs are just, uh, for me at least, I love, a, I love a, a good RPG. But Do you have a Switch? I have I have a Switch Lite, and that's all I have right now. Nice. All of the other things I've played on have been moved somewhere else other than my computer. Yeah. So. That's cool, man. Yeah, I don't have a Switch, but I play Switch at my friend's house a lot. 
we play like a we play like little games on it that not a lot of people know like uh uh, uh kudo do you know that game maybe no well we just play like little fighting games and like and stuff like that but so you said that um like you were playing Oblivion and you were trying out Baldur's Gate uh are RPGs like fantasy games is that like what the appeal is or is it just kind of like they're there and you know you've enjoyed playing them before or dude for sure with Oblivion 100% cuz I used to play that game <clears throat> when I was like like 9 10 probably 10 11 something like that I would play that game all the time. That game, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, like just those like open world, right? Just those like open world (laughs) exploring games. I love it, man. I love the atmosphere. I love, I just love everything about it. It's so cool. Are you excited for um, Starfield? For sure. I haven't pre-ordered it, but I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes out. I have not seen a lot of it other than like just like little clips here and there. And it really does look like the most like Bethesda game that yeah. is ever. So love that. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm super excited for that game. I'm really hope I don't think they're gonna let us down, but I really hope they know. Yeah. I feel like it would not be the first time we had a big space game that was like hyped up for a real long time. Yeah. Only to not be so hot yeah but bethesda's done solid yeah man for sure can't wait um now obviously these things are like pretty dis uh connected from uh music in terms of what they are but do these things maybe seep into it at all like are you writing songs about video games or do you have like uh, any of like those soundtracks playing for inspiration or for when you're working, like things of that nature. Yeah, I would, I would 100% say so. Like, um, I love video game soundtracks. I'm sure you, you do too. It's like the um, the Doom soundtrack goes crazy. Final Fantasy soundtrack, Kingdom Hearts. Um. My brother used to play a lot of like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy and stuff. So like, yeah, he definitely got me into that stuff. And yeah, I like the ambient ambient stuff, man, for sure. Square definitely has some of the best soundtracks and just the orchestral nature of it and all. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, do you find yourself like taking any parts of those soundtracks like when you're listening to them and kind of going like how can I work some of these elements into my music or is it more just like something to have on um I'm not sure if I'm intentionally like incorporating it into my music um from like certain soundtracks but I mean I would definitely say you know like I said before it's definitely I would say I probably do um but no man i mean i'm not really sure i just kind of just write stuff you know what i mean <laughs> play a note here or there like let's play one note on the key and be like oh my god this sounds amazing i gotta go to my daw and add a million instruments to this so it sounds just absolutely absurd so tell us a little bit more about how you got your start in music and when you started writing and creating um i mean i i think I pretty much really started getting into music when a guitar hero came out because 
I don't know, all the songs on there I really, really liked. And then um, around that time, too, I got my first guitar, um, played it a little bit, you know, and then kind of stepped away and like, ended up coming back to it a few years later. So since then, I mean, it's been, you know, at least like 14, 15 years that I've been playing guitar um, and then writing music at least since like 2014 ish, something like that. So almost like 10 years, you know. But yeah, yeah. That, that's a lot of time put in uh, to that writing process. How has that changed over the course of those 10 years um, from when you started to your debut album, Hollow World? Um, I would say I was really, really into post-rock um, years and years ago. And before that, I was really into like uh, Blink-182 and like new metal and stuff like that, you know, like the basic high schooler stuff um but i really started getting into like emo and post-rock all that kind of stuff um uh, i really started listening like a lot of into it over it and like biffy clyro um moving mountains um like just stuff like that some shoegaze stuff a little bit um but yeah since then i mean i really just try to kind of incorporate uh you know like a post-rock ambient kind of style with my stuff just because i like it a lot um but nowadays i mean because i first started off with my album or my project whisper and i released an album with that in 2017 and again that was like you know more based on emo kind of stuff post-rocky stuff um but then after that i just kind of left that as a one album project you know don't really see myself coming back to it at all and then um i started signaling around 2018 and i really i first started out that as like a emo rap project honestly and then i realized i suck at rapping and that's probably not the life i want to live so i was like all right let's try to do maybe like a singer songwriter um emo kind of i guess style project so um i released a little ep in like 2018 and then ended up taking those songs and putting them on another ep that came out in 2020 um but yeah since that uh you know i dropped that album in 2022 hollow world and yeah now that's kind of where i'm at at this point so when when you decided to like make that transition from your last project to this one, um, maybe maybe not so much the emo rap um, portion of it, but like what clicked for you that made you want to move to a different project, I guess, and start working on something different. Um. I would say, I'm not sure, like, everybody grows out of stuff, you know what I mean? Um, but I'm not sure. Also, I forgot to mention, because maybe I just have too many projects, uh, I also have an EP that came out in 2022, before Hollow World, it was like half a year before it, with my friend Tyler, who's in Memphis. Um, but that is also more post-hardcore, post-rock based. So I again I'm still trying to like keep it going. I just I, I had to, you know, step away from the whisper stuff just because I don't I don't know. I just wanted to start something new. You know what I mean? 
yeah, don't know. It's kind of cool to have like a one album project. Why not have that un- under the belt? Yeah, especially under uh, different genres, growing and kind of learning, you know, the different aspects of the production behind uh, the different genres you're working with. Tell us yeah. a little bit more about the writing and recording process of Hollow World and how that album came to be. Um, a lot of it was honestly stuff I wrote in like 2017, 2018, and then I ended up putting to the side, um, and starting a whole, like try to write new stuff and then took some of the best, took some of the best stuff from that new stuff. You know what I mean? And kind of combined it with that old stuff I had. And that's pretty much it. Um, my writing process, honestly, is not anything crazy. I just sit at my computer desk and play guitar. And um, if I like a riff, I'll open my DAW and just write it and then um, just build on it. I haven't really ever played with a band before, honestly. I've played live maybe once with a band, and that's it, just to fill in for a guitar. Um, but other than that, I don't really play live. I would love to, but... Um, I get pretty shy, so. But um, the writing process with it, a lot of it, again, like I said, was just me at my desk, just fiddling on the guitar. But one of my favorite songs from it, honestly, uh, it's called Polished Gray. I really, really, really enjoyed the writing process of it because it started off as kind of an ambient drone song. Uh, and then I came up with a riff and then just laid it down, built on top of the riff, and you know what I mean? And now it is what it is. And I really, I really, really like that song. It's probably one of my most favorite songs ever made. But yeah, nothing crazy with the writing process, honestly. I'm a little boring. Sorry, no studios, no no anything. Just me and my desk and my... Listen, know. that's all you need. Right, right, yeah. So, so when you're... Uh, when you start writing your music, you kind of have... Um the like you get like a riff you have like your guitar work and everything do you write the lyrics over top of the music or do you kind of like have something in mind when you start fiddling yeah like how do you go about um like the lyrics for your songs yeah for sure uh i i definitely lay the lay the instrumental down first i don't know why i've always been wired that way but i always do that i don't know if other songwriters do that i don't know if you write music no but I don't know why I do that, but I hear a lot of people say they do that. So, I mean, you're not the first person that we've talked to. Really? Right. Who's done that? Yeah, no, absolutely so, not. I'm not one to just sit here and like just play on my like acoustic guitar on my couch or whatever. Like I want to play on my electric. You know what I mean? And or if I'm playing acoustic, like just plug it in and go crazy. Add a million pedals to it. Make it sound ridiculous. And you talked a little bit earlier about getting some of that inspiration from those ambient soundtracks and enjoying those ambient soundtracks. Would you ever yourself write a fully ambient record EP to kind of step into that realm of music? Um, it's I'm, it's actually funny you asked that because I really thought about doing that for Whisper, um, the first project I had before I'd like, you know, disbanded it. But I really wanted to drop an ambient album on it. And I wrote a few songs for it just like a few few little things um but no i mean maybe i would love to make a soundtrack for like a game or something that'd be really cool that'd be really really cool but no i'm just gonna stick to what i know i guess and just write little emo albums 
Write my little emo my albums. My little emo albums. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so outside of, uh, I guess, like, some of those um, other sounds, what are, what are some of the things that inspire you to make music? I don't, I don't, I don't, I just like the feeling I get, honestly. You know what I mean? Um, I like jamming on the guitar. And then when you come up with a cool riff, you know, you get that feeling in you. And you're just like, yeah, this kicks ass. I would say a lot of stuff inspires me. Other bands, for sure. I love, like, the scene, the dedication a lot of bands put into this. Um, the music a lot of these new bands write is insane. But that definitely inspires me. Art, you know what I mean? Photography, I love. I follow a few photography accounts and stuff on Instagram, so... I like seeing their cool stuff, but yeah, that's that's about it. How do you tie those inspirations into the music that you're making? Like, for example, like uh, the photography that you're looking at, um, how does that inspire and then make that visual medium into your music? I'm not really sure. I mean, sometimes I'll look at a piece, you know, a picture or something and be like, okay, this, this kind of looks like a little, it's giving me like a shoegazy feel. I don't know if that makes sense, but... I'm going to go on my guitar and go add a reverb pedal and some fuzz and go crazy, see what comes up. Maybe something like that, you know. Do, do you all follow any photography accounts or anything? I feel like, oh, like, between my personal and, like, our, uh, like, the podcast accounts, there's definitely a lot of, like, art, at least on my end, yeah. that I'm following. A lot of uh, concert photography as well, like different yeah. Yeah. concert photographers doing different art styles, which are always cool to look at. Dude, for sure. These live, these bands live nowadays are insane. I've been going to a few shows here around Nashville lately, um, just trying to get out more, but they they go crazy. Who have you seen? Um, I saw CU Space Cowboy and Counterparts back in 20 or back in december yeah summer 2022 but they went and they were crazy i saw um a local band called juliet's apartment uh they were pretty cool uh but yeah I've, i've seen tiny moving parts a few times um i'm seeing death clock here in about like a week they're playing in nashville with baby metal so that's gonna be pretty cool and I, I know that's going to be in like a big arena type of thing. So I've never been to a concert like that. So it'd be really cool to see what happens there. Yeah, it's definitely a different experience when you're going to like the smaller shows where people are interacting with like uh, some of the people in the crowd and then like the bigger stadium shows where there's just sound everywhere. It's like two very distinct uh, experiences yeah. to to be having so excited for you to get to to go experience that dude heck yeah have y'all seen any shows lately y'all go y'all go to any concerts my last five have been like big time rush <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah they're my favorite and that's, that's what i've cool. like done this summer heck yeah that's sick. sick we're usually we're usually around like i'd say like one or two shows every week or two is it it depends on the depends on the week depends on the the general gist but uh like there's a lot of venues and a lot of people playing in philly so nice. 
We get a lot of options. Yeah, we're really <laughs> yeah, lucky man. to be able to see so many cool artists and artists that we've talked to before um, in these venues. So is is live music something that you've been like going to for a long time, or is that something that like you kind of started to pick up uh, more more recently? My first concert, honestly, was like. 2012 it was like memphis i grew up in memphis so i used to go to memphis in may um if you've ever heard of that but so i saw like papa roach and like uh i can't really remember papa roach some other stuff some bad stuff 311 i saw 311 but other than that uh i saw alex g in like 2015 started seeing a lot of cool shows in memphis um then when I moved over to Murfreesboro, Nashville area, uh, kind of took a break during when COVID hit. You know what I mean? But since then, um, been yeah, just been seeing a few shows every now and then. Not, we're not really going it like, you know, every week or anything. But just anything if I see interesting, I'll go go ahead to why not. And you talked a little bit earlier about uh, you haven't played your own show yet, but have when that happens in the future, have you thought about? your set list and what you would want that show to look like um yeah sometimes i'll like sit there and be like okay if i play live what if, if i want to do like a 20 minute set what songs would i pick you know um so i'll sit down and write a few things but i'm not sure uh i definitely do want to play live for sure um and hopefully soon i can get a band together and stuff but Right now, I just, uh, I don't know, just me playing live, I just, I have a little too much anxiety with it. Um, I get really shy and stuff, so just want to uh, ease my way into it, you know, in a rush or what if you What if you just drown out all the anxiety with more guitar pedals? Right, yeah. <laughs> crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, that's completely, completely understandable as a... Uh, a hang up for for doing live uh live events yeah. and i mean again once you once you get there i think that's definitely going to be something that you'll know for sure like if live music is where your uh like i guess like interest lies in in like a a more performative space yeah yeah for sure uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Again, no rush with it or anything. But if I, you know, if I get a band together, start jamming, you know, the energy's right, and they want to play live with me, you know, I'll be so down. But until then, I'm chilling. So are you, um, I guess maybe not like actively, but are you like looking for other people to be in a band and to start um, like making music in like a more collaborative space? Or, like, um, let's play the music that you've written, sort of? Um, no, I wouldn't say I'm actively looking right now. I'm just more trying to... I would like to write more, like, band-oriented songs. Because a lot of the songs off of my um, first EP and Hollow World were more acoustic songs, you know what I mean? Not really like anything you can really play with a full band. Um, but there's a few songs off Hollow World that you can. And um, I definitely want to, on the next album, 
um, make it hopefully, you know, a band thing so I could play it live with people, you know. So, yeah, until then, um, again, we're just working on the next album, trying to see, trying to see where that goes. But, yeah. So talking a little bit about uh, working on this next album and maybe you want it to be a little bit more band oriented. Uh, tell us like what you can, I guess, just in general about what you're working on. Uh, yeah. So I've got a few, few songs um, that I definitely want to use for an album. Uh, I'm trying to more go like a, grungier kind of like sound i guess however you want to put it using more like lower tunings and stuff so um do you play guitar at all yeah do you know about tunings y'all know about tunings and stuff so on my first album i used uh open b and stuff like that um with my first project so i want to kind of go back to using those lower tunings because it's really fun and i'm kind of just bored of you know I don't really play in standard, honestly. I just stick with like half step, C sharp area, but I, I wanted to go lower, man. I don't know why. Just got this feeling in me. Maybe want to get a seven or eight string, something like that. I mean, that'd be, cool. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> why not? Whole new vibe. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the few songs I have right now are kind of more that style. And, uh, I'm really enjoying the, where they're going and I'm really enjoying the stuff I'm working on right now. And I'm hoping with this next album, I'm not for sure, but I definitely want to get a real drummer on it. Um, a lot, uh, most of the signal and stuff, actually all of it doesn't have any real drums. It's all like easy drummer, superior drummer, stuff like that. All just like MIDI drums. So I definitely want to get a real drummer on it and, you know, uh, record the drums in a studio, stuff like that. Um, but again, otherwise than that, like I'm, I'm, you know, just chilling, just writing right now. I'm not really rushing it. Um, again, I have maybe like four or five songs already, so we'll see how much, we'll see how much longer it takes for, for me to finish it. Yeah. It seems like a pretty solid, steady pace. If you've got like four or five that you're like set with and ready to, um, start like production on. It feels like that yeah. is like a good pace to just kind of be like. It sucks, though, man, because sometimes you're like, yeah, sometimes you're like, fuck, I have four or five songs. I might as well just drop an EP. <laughs> like, why even take, you know, another year to write the rest songs? Might as well just drop the EP. But you're like, no, I got to push. I got to push. I got to get to that album. Is that what the thought process is right now? Uh, yes. Maybe just an EP, but next. no. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, one hundred percent. That's always the thought process for some reason, or or you're like, I might as well just drop drop it all as singles. We don't need an album. Who cares about albums anymore? Let's just drop singles. But no, um, definitely try to get the album done for sure. I mean, I am I am a little curious, right? If you have these songs and like you're working on a bunch of other stuff, um, obviously your mindset right now is like, I want to make an album. But what is the mindset? Because like you've released EPs before. Is there like a different feeling when you have those songs ready and you're like, this is an EP or is it just kind of like a, like I need to push and get more done. Like what is the yeah. difference there? Um, 
I think for some reason, I just always feel like a project needs to start off with an EP and then you drop your first album. I don't know why. So I've just done that with every one of my projects. You know, you just released EP and then you just start doing all the albums. So maybe, again, that's probably me just rushing it for sure. But um, no, nah, man, uh, I definitely I mean, I do like doing EPs, but, you know, again, I try to just push for that that album. You know, feels better. Yeah, whatever feels right. All right, for sure. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, that's super exciting. Definitely looking forward to whenever we get to hear this collection of of songs. Looking forward to hearing some live drums when it when it does come Dude, out. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you. Um, and yeah, again, hope hope that you're able to play some live music and that all goes well with that. Um, Sydney, did you have any other questions for signal in? So where can we find and follow you online and listen to all of your music? Um, you can stream me on whatever. I mean, I prefer Spotify, I guess I want to, I definitely want to get those listeners up. It's like crack, but yeah, you can go to Spotify, Twitter, um, under signal in Instagram, all that stuff. But yeah, thank y'all for having me so much. Also, uh, thank y'all for what you do. You know, appreciate y'all covering musicians and artists like me. So thank you guys for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being on. Yeah, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much again for being on with us. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Little Known Tracks. If you or a loved one want to be featured, send us an email at littleknowntrackspodcast at gmail.com. Also, feel free to follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at LKTPod for more information about the podcast when episodes come out and occasionally giveaways and things of that nature. Thank you again for listening. See you next week.